Monday, everybody, and welcome back to the Couchside Judges. I'm Scott Fontana. Follow me on Twitter at Scott underscore Fontana. And I'm Dan Urban. Follow me at the Dan Urban. Follow the podcast at Couchside Judges. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Apple, Spotify. You know the deal by now. I won't lie, for a heartbeat, it sounded like you almost forgot who you were. It was just like a split second. I uh, I didn't I didn't remember if we did our full name. <laughs> no, <laughs> so I was like, but you know, know what? But you know what you can do? You can read the full five pages of the MMA judging criteria. Yes, yes. Please read that. Yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> and remember your full name. Yes. Well, sir, we're coming off of a a lull in the schedule. A one week lull. We won't get many of them for a while. It's it's gonna be like two months of fights again, which. You know, it's cool, and it's also not at the same time, because it can drag. But there are a lot of good fights coming up. I think I think the pay-per-views in particular are looking really strong in the next coming months, all the way through UFC 300, so at least there's that, right? Yep, UFC 300 being strong. You had, uh, you had your plan set in mind anyway, so like you actually probably welcomed the break for a different reason, so that you got to watch Royal Rumble. Yes, I watched the Royal Rumble, so I still had combat sports-ish adjacent yeah that was uh, rumble's always fun was this a good one i don't like i said eh. i don't watch as you know the whole vince stuff kind of i think ruined people ruined some plans um what do you think was they, supposed to happen um i'm pretty sure brock was supposed to be involved um but then it you know whatever came out with with the vince stuff uh ended that what, what, how's brock how's brock involved in that uh He's, I mean, you'd have to read that whole complaint. Like he's involved. He's like one of the one of the people. Like that, like during negotiations, I think Vince was like, "Hey, I got this girl." Oh, type super. deal. Didn't realize yeah. that. I think I think it's like that. I mean, I really didn't read the details. I saw some of the you know the the text messages that Vince said, and it, it's absurd, uh, disgusting, really. Um, I so believe it. I yeah, think... I, I kind of I only just saw the story happening. I haven't dug into it. I just know he's out, and I know that. It's just more disgusting this from. Like, him, yeah, they, I, I mean, so so basically, there was no surprises, you know, that you typically get with uh, the rumble, okay. and, and I think it was like, let's just get through tonight, um, <laughs> and you know, we'll move on from it. So sure. hopefully, hopefully. Uh, but it was it was still enjoyable, still uh, still a fun match. Did X Pac finally win? <laughs> no, oh, that's too bad. He was he was not in there. What about Rikishi? I was hoping he'd be a surprise, but you know, like I just said, there was no surprises. His two sons. Well, I know his, his kids do it. I know his kids were the first two, the, the brothers. Oh, they were. Yeah, and they're, they I don't, don't like each names. other. There's like a is it is it Jason and and Jimmy? Uh Jimmy and Jay Uso. Yeah. Jay. Okay, that's close. Um, <laughs> who's who's the better one? Who's the one people like? Jay. Did he win? I mean, not not win the whole thing, but he he went better. He went deep. He didn't okay. win though. Yeah. Did the, did the brothers fight each other, or were they yeah. just kind of like yeah, they, chilling? They they fought each other. They don't Are they like, like on opposite sides on, right now. Yeah, they're opposite sides at the moment. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, shows what I know. I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, How about Ronda Rousey. She win the women's one. She didn't show up. She didn't. Sh- what the heck? No. She had other stuff to do. Had other things. I'll bet you it wasn't fight uh, MMA again. Definitely not. No. No, no <laughs> that's never happening. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have much more I can offer about the Royal Rumble. Until next I thought year. I thought Austin got screwed when uh when when they tried to have Vince McMahon win it that one year. Uh I don't remember that one too much. That was the one where uh Vince was supposed to go in at the same time as Austin and then they both like ran off for most of the event and then came back. Oh, and they, yeah, and they just yeah, okay, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That was I think Maven well they never even gotten eliminated in that one. 
Like he no, just, he just got Maven beaten. was not a person that one because I watched this one and oh. I didn't watch Maven. Oh, okay. Then I'm thinking of a different you, one. You, you know, I don't know Maven because you told me about Maven. Oh, I got stories about Maven. All right. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's pro- this is probably more pro wrestling than most of our uh, listeners really care. Yeah, you, you're all tuned out by now. There's not a there's not a lot of judging that goes on in uh, in pro. You know what they do? They should they should add uh, judges to to the wrestling matches. You know, if it goes a little long, you just like stop it. And it's like all right. Who won the fight or who, who won the match, right? That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Add another wrinkle to it. It would. It mm-hmm. would. Do you think they would be like trying to like, would the fix be in? Do you think they'd be like trying to make things happen? Oh, Those for judges? sure. Absolutely. Are you sure? I don't yep. know. That That's questioning the integrity of uh, <laughs> war wrestling entertainment. Mm. Wow. I don't know. That, that's some shadiness there. <laughs> anyway, we, yeah, we don't have any live fights that we were going to talk about. Um, I know that. Uh, Octagon did open scoring this okay. weekend. Did not get the chance to check it out myself, um, but it is cool that they're doing that now. All right. Yeah. Do you know what general consensus how it went? Were people for it, against it? I hadn't. I had not gotten the chance to dig deep into it. Okay. I kind of just got tipped off to it that it actually had had to happen this weekend. I kind of missed it. Okay. Um, fell fell under my radar this week because of other stuff that was going on. But um, yeah, it's just, it's it's always interesting to hear. When a promotion, it, and it's starting to happen more often, and the fact that it's now happening in Europe too, it's interesting because we, you know, we've got we've seen open scoring, um, if with Octagon, we've seen it with Invicta when they're in Kansas, we've seen it, uh, in Colorado, we've seen it with Combate in Florida at their studio. They do their own little weird version of it too. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of it going around, and to be honest, it doesn't seem like. There's a whole lot of people that are freaking out about it or super excited about it. It just seems like it's a thing that exists and we kind of accept it and we move on. So I feel like the, all the people that used to be like, open scoring doesn't work. It's terrible. And then all the people who are like, open scoring is amazing. We need it. They're both wrong. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. Somewhere in the it, it, it's not. Well, yeah, whatever. It really should just be a tool for the fighters and coaches anyway. So like realistically, that's all I ever wanted it to be. If it helps the fighters and the coaches. I'm good with it. Yeah, whatever. There you go. That's the spirit. Um, but because we don't have any live fights that we're actually going to be talking about otherwise, we are going to dip back into the past judgment pool, and we're actually going to do an appeal edition. So as we've done before, when we do past judgments, we look at old fights, and we kind of rescore them under our little scoring format, which is only a little bit different. Dan will go into the... Uh, uh, the details of that in a moment, but we also do some version of that called the appeal edition. And that is where we go back to some of the past judgments we did in the very early days of the show when we were a little less, maybe even a lot less educated on the application of the scoring criteria to a fight. So we'll go back to a fight like that and say, okay, now that we know a little bit better, why don't we go back one more time for real, real, not for play play. And we'll see what we think uh, it would be under our scoring format this time. Would it change the result? Would it would it um, create a more lopsided score? What would happen? Um, I like doing these. I think they're interesting. I know sometimes you get a little burned out by it. I hope you don't mind doing this one again. This was a decent fight. This one was okay. The fight that we selected was the first of the two, Tyron Woodley versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, uh, five-round championship battles over the welterweight championship um the better of the one or better of the two i should say the second one was terrible we don't need to get into that one but the first one came about because well the second one came about because the first one was a draw 
we're going to be tasking ourselves with finding out if our system can determine a clear winner. We can do that, yeah. I had to ask you. I had to ask you, which which I said, is this the bad one? No, why, I, wouldn't, why would I do that to you? I don't know. I just make. I was just making sure. I, honestly, if I was going to pick a bad fight for us, I'd probably brief you. I'd be like, "Yo, let's do this really bad fight. Let's do let's do like Gray Maynard against Clay Guida." Actually, you know what? what what's funny? You, you mentioned Clay. Mm. You mentioned Clay Guida. Uh, I did do that. Yeah. A few days ago, I got like one of those memory notifications of something you posted, of what I posted. Okay. And it was like if it I, I don't forget I don't remember exactly what I said. I think I said something would be like it would be tragic if Guida got this decision. And then I, I look at the date and I have to go look at back and see which fight it was. It was Guida versus Hayoki and Guida, oh, Hayoki, yeah. And Guida won by split decision. I'm like, oh boy, I, I guess I gotta look and see uh Maybe we should watch that fight. So one day I might go uh and rewatch that one. I don't right. I don't I don't I don't recall anything about it, so you know, sometimes I think to myself, I'm like, I should just go back and watch some of the because we, I, I have like a big master list of like maybe we could go back on these fights, mm. and I'm not sure. So, you know, for different reasons, whether it was lopsided, whether it was close, whether we think it could be um, a different result or something like that. So, I should probably just go back and watch them from time to time. Just be like, what do I? Could we do this one or not? Mm. But I don't know. We're here. We're doing this one. Let's not belabor the point. Let's dive into this, Dan. So let's let's at least brief everybody how the CSGA system works. Yeah, we score using the ABC criteria based on effective striking and grappling and the 3Ds, damage, dominance, and duration. A 10-9 is a round where neither fighter checks off a D to a strong degree. A 10-8 can be considered for 1D but must be given when 2Ds are achieved. A 10-7 can be considered for 2Ds but must be given for all three. The rare 10-10 is for partial rounds and basically a staring contest. And we've eliminated effective aggression and area control because extremely rare judges would use these anyway. All right, Scott, set it up. Woodley Thompson won. So, again, this was a fight that we talked about before in the early days. In fact, it was episode six. We're on episode 277 now. That was almost four years ago. It's actually been longer since we watched it for the show the first time than from the time we watched it back then. All the way back to the time it started. So it's been it, it's been a longer gap between watches for this one, funny enough. Yeah. Um this was at UFC two oh five. The the first foray into New York after it got sanctioned, November twelfth, twenty sixteen, Madison Square Garden. I was in the building. I was, I was up not. on the chase bridge. You were not. You were watching from home. Because I was on the chase once bridge. Again, so like, that's like high up. So for people who don't know, that's exactly. like you're up in the sort of the rafters in a sense. Once again, a Madison Square Garden event for the ufc was unaffordable is that a word we mean once again it was the first time but everything over the course of this show <laughs> it, it boils down to one thing if i if dan wants to be an msg it ain't happening because it's impossible to get in there for a decent seat because it's so that, expensive i'll tell you it would have been pretty cool to be at this one just because the the atmosphere in that building for connor was was pretty remarkable i can care less about the atmosphere if i can't see the two ants fighting that's true that's a good point they do a lot of screens around. Well, I might as well stay at home and watch on TV then. I got to watch on a screen. I agree. Just pointing it out. Yeah. But at any rate, yeah, this was this was actually the co-main event right before Connor fought. Um, and of course, most people remember this because it was when Connor became champ champ. But this fight was actually the fight of the night. Woodley Thompson number one. This was Woodley's first title defense, having won it four months earlier from Robert Lawler, knocked him out. Wonder Boy came in here on a seven-fight win streak. All the momentum in the world. This is him at his, at the peak of his powers. 
Um, early in the year, had beaten Rory McDonald, got a decision, and back on Super Bowl weekend, like we're talking about, had knocked out Johnny Hendricks. Yeah, back when Super Bowl weekend was cool for the UFC, where they're like, oh, we're going to put a huge fight together. Now it's they do nothing. They just put whatever they want together. No big fights. Could, you, what if just every Super Bowl weekend we just watched Wonderboy Thompson knock out Johnny Hendricks? Uh, Nothing against Johnny. It's, it's they a solid they could have done something big, especially for this one with the Super Bowl in Vegas. Yeah. No, no, no just, I get just a regular Apex card we're getting. Speaking of Vegas, the odds for this fight had Wonderboy, the challenger, a minus 200 favorite. Yeah, two to one. Giant favorite for a challenger. We That is uh, zero respect for the champ. No respect at all. Kind of impressive. I can't remember the last time a champion was that much of an underdog. Oh, it had to be Amanda Nunes and Juliana Pena. Was she even that big? I don't remember. No, she was probably, I think she was in the 300s. Or maybe, you know what? Thinking back, it's possible that it was uh, Leon Edwards against Ronald Usman. Oh, maybe that too, yeah. Don't remember. I don't remember the odds on that one. Neither here nor there. The judges for this one, Derek Cleary, Douglas Crosby, and Glenn Trowbridge. Uh, in seven years, we now have only one of those judges working more regularly uh, these days. The referee, still working regularly, Tandam Mergliata. Mm. And unlike some of the fights that we go back to and, and rewatch, we do have all the scores for this one, which is great. You like to have those. You do, you do. But anything kind of 2016 onward especially, we're, we're good because I've got the giant spreadsheet now. Not that this was not known at the time anyway. This was, this was a, an interesting one. A lot of people were really talking about the scoring for this one. Four reasons that we'll get into. Uh, coming up in the hey, starting right now. Why don't you start with round one? What what happened here? Yeah, feeling out process for the first two minutes. Wonder Boy's throwing some kicks that are blocked. Uh, about three minutes left. Woodley catches one of those kicks uh, and gets a takedown off it right into top half guard. He's landing some body shots, some punches and elbows to the head. Nothing too damaging. It's not until like the final twenty seconds or so where Wonder Boy starts to use his butterfly hook to get up and you know in the transition gets busted open with an elbow. And then after the the ten second clacker goes off. Woogly just starts dropping some big elbows. Uh, Wonder Boy's busted open. Uh, I was only at a nine until Wonder Boy, you know, got actually some good damage on him. So then I went to the eight. I think you can always check off one here. I think we've got some duration because there's really nothing happening from uh, Wonder or from Thompson whatsoever. But there's a sustained period on the ground where Woodley is is in control here. Um, not as dominant as you'd like to see necessarily but i think he's basically having his way with this fighter he's just not doing as much as he should so i'm yeah. i'm okay checking one d here and i do think because of that damage I'll, it didn't quite it's not like a giant d so it's not like a second d there but i think because we've got one d you can consider the second so that's why i did move up like you to the eight from the nine all right um funny enough though i had the same score i had an eight when we did this last time uh you actually had a seven now yeah, well, i'm an idiot right. Uh, no, we, we were still forming this thing, man. We didn't know what we were talking about. You weren't an idiot. We were both idiots. Well, no, this, I was an idiot. This because this is, this is not a 10-8 in real MMA today. No, it's, it's certainly not. I think I think we are watching here a fight that I would have... I If we were looking at this like for real and the actual scoring and not our CSJ system, we would be giving this a 9, right? Yeah. I think so. That I think that's fair. Um, which is the score. That was the majority score. That was what was given by Judge Cleary and Trowbridge, the 10-9 for Woodley. Uh, it was Doug Crosby who gave Woodley an eight here. And as we know, Doug kind of has his own system. So yeah, not an eight. There's that. It, this was an eight because it was, I guess. Um, but not an eight. No, but we'll, we'll we'll revisit the concept of, of eights and nines uh, later on. Okay. Foreshadowing. But not here. 
Round one, round two is going to be a little less so. Again, a feeling out for a little while. Not as long as this time. Uh, not as long this time as the first round, but Wonderboy lands a good combo to the head, which leads to him being clinched, pushed up against the fence. They exchange some knees. Uh, Willie, I think it has the slight edge at this point. Uh, the turning point in this round comes when Wonderboy lands a spin kick to the body, and from there he starts to touch Woodley up pretty good. I think it's pretty clear for uh, Wonderboy, but he didn't really check any D's off. But ten nine. Yeah, I, I'm with you too. I think I think he takes it to a, a a close but clear degree, but also in a round that honestly just did not have a crazy ton of landed action, right? Mm. Like it, it. I don't think this was a boring round or anything like that because you felt there felt like there was kind of like a little bit of tension still. There was it was an interesting engagement, right? Um, and you also have a guy who lost the first round coming back and starting to look good in the second round. So there was something happening here. But I I also Kind of just have to give it to Thompson here. It's just Woodley really just didn't get enough done. Yeah, I don't, Woodley Woodley's not a, a a good score here. No, but uh, but none of the judges gave it that way either. We we had ten nines just like all the judges did. Um, and that was our score last time too. We also gave this a ten nine. We weren't that crazy. Um, so we have at this point nineteen to eighteen in favor of Tyron Woodley because he got the ten eight on our card last time. Um. The ju- the actual judges' scores, we now have Cleary and Trowbridge tied at 19 apiece, which I think, again, that would be our score for real. Um, Doug Crosby actually has our score, which is not what we would give in the real system. So it is what it is there. Um, round three. Yeah, uh, pretty good round for Wonder Boy. Uh, competitive round here. Uh, I think I, I definitely feel like he outstruck Woodley, no matter. I don't care what the stats say. I think the stats said they were even like 17, 17 or something. Um, the, the stats on, on the broadcast are kind of yeah, useless. Right. When you look back at, at what they did for um, UFCstats.com is, is like completely different from there. I thought both guys landed some good leg kicks, no matter how much uh, Joe Rogan was calling for uh, one from Woodley. It's like he is throwing some, Joe. There is some coming. Um, more so on the Wonder Boy he, side. He likes he like he gets in a groove, uh, you know how he goes. But uh I thought Woodley answered with some shots to the head, but it just wasn't enough towards the end. Close round. Uh but I side with Wonder Boy ten nine. Do you think you go the other way? Like can you get the other way? I think you, you might be able to. Um It's not a total stretch. I don't think so. I don't not, think so either. Not a complete it's stretch. It's not enough happening, but like you know, I I will say I, I agree with you who won. I think this is a ten nine Thompson round. I feel better about a Thompson score than a Woodley score, but but one that, depending on what was said, I could understand it. Mm. You know, I could sort of see it. Um, and the judges were split here. This was this was the only round in which the judges were actually split on who won the round because, and for the record, we had 10-9 Thompson last time we did this too. Um, but the two judges seeing it our way for Thompson were judges Cleary and Crosby, whereas Judge Trowbridge saw this one for Woodley. Okay, not not so bad, but I mean, you never know. Maybe cage side, it could look a little different, of course. Um, and there's just not a whole lot of happening. Maybe that leg kick, look, especially the one that Joe really liked, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that one landed much harder. Maybe he, uh, maybe there was reward for the other leg. I don't know. Yeah, not a big deal though. Uh, so at this point, the actual judges' scorecards. We now have a twenty-nine twenty-eight for Thompson coming from Derek Cleary. We have twenty-nine twenty-eight for Woodley coming from Judge Trowbridge, and Doug Crosby has it at 28 apiece. Through three rounds, we are at a split draw. That's unusual. We also have a split draw on our cards for the CSJ system at 28 apiece, but again, 
it's not exactly how we would have scored it in the real system. This is just for our our little different way of doing things. And, you know, we'd like to see if the result could change, right? Because of, of the way things go, like we mentioned at the top of the show. And round four kind of qualifies as something that might might start pushing us that way, right? Yeah. Wonderboy, he's doing pretty good on the feet here. Uh, and then he gets caught with a right hand and gets dropped by Woodley uh, briefly. Uh, he popped right back up. Didn't seem like it was, you know, too much damage. He had his wits about him. Uh, but the second knock- knockdown was bad. Uh, that was a rough one. He was he was close to being out there. Woodley's on top of him, dropping big elbows, um, big damage, and then Woodley uh, they work back up to the feet, and he's stuck in a guillotine, super tight arm in guillotine for like a minute and fifteen seconds. It seemed like final minute uh, of the round. Wonder Boy's able to escape. He's on top. He's landing some strikes. Nothing are really all that strong. Woodley's firing back. You know, while he's on the ground from his back. I don't think Wonder Boy earns back the eight so i'm at a seven yeah i don't think he comes close to earning back the eight i yeah. mean this was a this is a real solid um 10-7 in our system this is a real good 10-7 in our system you've got several you know potential fight ends ending actions mm-hmm. taking place here between the big knockdown the lesser knockdown and uh, again the, the the choke which for a little while looked good and then for a little while i kind of lost steam on it right um which is obviously why it didn't work out but I think all told, all of that can't be erased from Thompson finally finding a little bit of offense in there near the end. He misses a lot of that stuff, too. A lot of the things he's throwing just yeah. kind of whiff or yeah. they like deflect or whatever. So there's just not that much happening from Thompson that you could say, OK, he's got to get this going back. He he earned it back from that eight, like you were saying. Didn't happen. This is a seven. This is a CSJ seven. We both agree. We had it that way last time, too. So maybe we weren't that dumb, you know? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I would definitely be an eight today. This should be an eight sure. today, absolutely, because the damage is so high, too. I think this would be a, a, the type of round where judges would look at it and say, well, this is what we want an eight to be. There's there's mm-hmm. good damage here. Um, not necessarily the case at the time, because the eight was the minority score. And while it was Judge Crosby who gave the eight in round one for a round that maybe was more borderline, he only gave a nine this time, the majority score alongside Judge Trowbridge, only Derek Cleary gave the 10-8 at that time. The key the key thread that holds this together, though, we still have Derek Cleary working a lot of fights. That's good. You don't thing. see those other gentlemen anymore uh, nearly as much. You got Doug Crosby at the end of last year in one of the major shows in PFL. Uh, Judge Trowbridge, I don't believe uh, uh, judges anymore. I think he's moved on from it. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I don't I imagine that was on his own terms, but um, yeah, we're, we're, we're at the point where I think there might have been a schism in the way maybe this is around the time that the, the, the criteria changed, right? Maybe there's some sort of schism between kind of the old school way of doing it, and the new school way of doing it, and someone like Derek Cleary was more at the forefront of moving towards that way. I'm just kind of speculating on why we got that, right? Because oh. it doesn't really make a lot of sense to give a nine here and an eight over there. Old school versus new school doesn't matter with this much inconsistency yeah you go you go eight and one you got to go eight and four if you go nine i think you go nine and nine you got that old school new school argument i'm fine with that yeah this is just weird it's almost like it's almost like there's like buyer's remorse for the first round going that way i don't know if that was the way but again doug crosby has expressed that he is his own little way of doing things right Uh, apparently yeah i'm familiar with the way most judges do things I, i can't speak to 
the way Judge Crosby does it, or did it, as this was many years ago. Mm. Um, but at any rate, our score in the CSJ system, because we gave Woodley a 10-7 in a fight that was otherwise tied at that point, he's now at 38-35. to Mm-hmm. This is a commanding lead, and it requires Thompson to come back with something just as strong. Achievable, but hard. On uh, In the actual scores, the actual real scores that we got from the judges here, we're now at 38-37 Woodley from judges Cleary and Crosby. Which, realistically, this is the right score, I think, through four rounds. Mm-hmm. I think that's the acceptable score through four rounds. So, again, Crosby got there in a weird way. They still got there, you know? It is what mm-hmm. it is. It's for, for Judge Trowbridge to be at 39-37 Woodley, it's less about the fact that they have the different number of round wins, but the fact that there's no eights in here is still kind of strong. Um, but all the judges do have Woodley winning, just as we do, going into the fifth and final round. So what's happening in this round? Well, Woodley has no gas left at all. He's running on, nope. he's running on fumes. Very he burned sim- himself out with like one minute to go in the last round. Um. It's similar to round three where Wonder Boy's the, the one out striking him. He's just doing it to a larger degree. Uh, not big shots or, or checking off any Ds. Um, I think Woodley landed a few decent shots, but nothing great. Not, nothing that you're going to say he won the, won the round for. This is an easy Wonder Boy round. Uh, he needed to fight to finish, though, uh, to get beyond the nine. Uh, he just didn't get any anything beyond that for me. I don't think he outclassed him in the striking to such a degree where you'd even consider that to be an eight, mm-hmm. you know? It, there's there's a there's a, a high degree of volume difference there, but I, again, like you mentioned, there's just not a whole lot of pop on these things where you say, okay, he's really hurting him. I have a nine. It's just a clear nine to me, no matter what system. Mm-hmm. So that puts you and I as our final scores: forty-seven, forty-five, Tyron Woodley in the CSJ system. The judges that night they also agreed this is a ten-nine Thompson. No shenanigans, no funny business. This is, like you said, a nine in any system. Now, Woodley still wins, or not Woodley. Uh, it's a majority draw. Woodley retains because it's a majority draw. Keeps his title. Judges Cleary and Crosby have 47-47, which realistically, that's the way you got us. I think you mostly would score this fight. Yeah. Um, again, we can allow for round three maybe as a swing round. Uh, that's not so bad. We do have 48-47 Woodley. From Judge Trowbridge. Um, and, you know, short of there being an, another eight in there, I think that's an okay score, you know. But what I like about it, Dan, and I think you do too, is the fact that this system really rewarded the much bigger rounds that were coming from Woodley. Mm-hmm. He didn't win as many, but he won to a higher degree in those rounds. And I think that's what ought to be rewarded to a higher degree than it is. This felt like a fight that he really kind of came away having done more work to his opponent, right? He took a lot of time oh, yeah. off, but realistically, like, Stephen Thompson was worse for the wear. Yeah, even though Wonderboy won the majority of the rounds, he just wasn't to the degree, like you said. It's it's like yeah. any other sport. Any team can win three close quarters, and then that fourth quarter, they lose by a large degree, and they lose the whole match because of it. I mean, I think it should be more attainable scores. I think so too, I, and and I think this fight in particular is is a, a, like a crucial example of why having a greater, more liberal use of the eights and the sevens, the way we do it, which is basically all it is. We're just we're just making the seven be more achievable and and allowing the eight to be kind of that middle range, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the the so called eight and a half that some judges are familiar with, right? 
I like it. I think it would have saved us from a second terrible fight between these two, which would have been nice. Um, and then who knows? The whole entire welterweight division changes as a result of this. Um, it would have been nice because I don't think they would have run it back if if Woodley wins forty seven to forty five. No, they they don't run this back. I mean, I don't even think they needed to run it back after watching it. Probably not. I mean, we saw the two rounds that Woodley won, and we saw the three that Thompson won. They're not mm. the same thing. Like people, co- Woodley should have came out of there thinking, okay, I, I think I won this round, I won this fight. He probably did. Because I don't remember, but I'm sure he, I'm sure to agree, he felt happy enough with it because mm. he did deal out more damage. Yep. Name of the games. Damage and try to finish your opponent. Or um, or maybe we uh we don't let draw stand at the end. We go to overtime. We allow that. that. We rewrite the the law and or, we, we do that. Or uh, let me bring up another idea to you. What if if you suffer a cut in round one, you always lose rounds two, three, four, yes, and five as long obviously. as obviously because Thompson would have lost every yeah. round at this point. Obviously, that's what should have happened. You're right. I think that's the way to go. <laughs> I think we can thank uh, MMA scoring pioneer Dominic Cruz for that because that's the right way. It's the way to it's the way to go. Way to it go. is it is the way to go. <laughs> All right, but uh, but yeah, this this one this is definitely a game changing fight for for our scoring system. I like this one. Yeah, this was this was actually good for our, our scoring. Absolutely. Um, but that's it. Any more thoughts on this one before we move on? No. And let's never talk about that second fight again. That one stunk. <laughs> on to next weekend. My friend, we are back with live fights. Like we said, it's here until forever. Uh, they are at the UFC Apex. So this is UFC Vegas 85. Get ready for that hashtag. Saturday coming up. It's a 7 p.m. Eastern time mean card start. It's probably my most excited thing about it. Yes, you, you do like that. Funny enough, did I, t- I don't know if I told you what I'm going to be doing uh, this coming weekend, but I'm taking my uh, my son on a Cub Scout trip that night. So I'm actually going to be uh, missing the fights live entirely. Oh, okay. I'm okay with that. This card doesn't really excite me. There's a few fights I want to say. I do like the main event, not as a main event, but I like it as a fight. Hmm. Roman Delize against Nasser Dinimabov at middleweight. All right. I like Delize. Delize is interesting. Um, Middleweight is what it is, but I do think Delize is an interesting contender in there. So I'd like to see what he does here. Okay. Uh, I'm also very interested, and I think you are too, because he's starting to be one of your guys, right? He is one of my guys. Money Moicano. I don't believe he fought last year, actually, if I'm not mistaken. He was out. He was out all year. Since the Garden, the year before. Uh, He's got Drew Dober, who is also coming back from his first fight since the Garden, but, you know, just a few months ago. Hmm. Um, Or no. No, it wasn't the Garden. It was actually, he was in Newark. I'm mistaken, because I was thinking, I was there. I was in person. But no, it was Newark, not New York. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Or as I as I say it, Nork. It's Nork. Yeah. Nork. Nork. I say it like it's N O R K. Nork. Yeah. Nork. 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 Like 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 Mork and Mindy, but Nork and Nindy. Nork. We're saying the same yeah, thing. We are. But some some people say Newark. Nork. Newark. Nork. All right, we gotta stop this. We're gonna drive everybody away. Uh, <laughs> there's also uh, I, I like this fight too. Randy Brown against Muslim Salikov. Yep. Some fun Sando in there, maybe. Yeah, it should be a good one. Randy Brown, Rude Boy, coming to bang. 170 yeah. pounds. I like that fight. Yeah. Anything else that we missed? No, nah, I think that's it. There's decent fights on here, but there's nothing There's nothing that like jumped out at me on here. Probably this will be an amazing card, and I'll have to catch up on something amazing this when I get back from, from the little trip with my buddy. Um, but I will say, for contested rounds candidate, my most likely candidate this week is Gilbert Arena against Charles Radke. Now, Dan, why did I pick this fight? 
Uh, you randomly said it. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> I said, let's let's pick a random fight and see how it goes. Um, and of course, I picked a fight at 170 pounds, which is the least likely to have judging disagreement. But I did it anyway. Good for you. Eyes in the face. Let's see how it goes. Sometimes you got to live dangerously. <laughs> All right. We'll be back again with uh, contested rounds. Hope you enjoyed this edition of Passion Judgment. I did. I like going back to this fight. This is fun. Yeah, this was a good one for our score system. A win for the CSJ. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Take care, y'all. Thank you.